tap. Wow. You're not even near the mic. Dilly dilly. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Love That For You podcast. Why don't you bring all of the energy right now, Julia? No, no, no. That was kind of like I'm you were half asleep. I'm sipping on a strawberry lemon poppy. Let's go. I just opened that don't crack that. you heard was a strawberry citrus sparkling ice. Is it a yerba mate? No. It's caffeinated, though. It's a little little afternoon pick-me-up. Mm. Yeah. It's uh, it's Tuesday. Tuesday. But it's we Wednesday it. for you. It's Wednesday Might be Wednesday listening. for them. They're not sure. Or after. Yeah. Any yeah. day. Could be any day of the week, literally. Yeah. Literally. Glad we covered that. Mm-hmm. Um, did you put Willow in the crate? Willow is in the crate. She's been going absolutely crazy. Yes, she has been. She is... What is it? A little over a year and a half now, and one hundred percent a COVID dog. She always will be. She is. She is. She always will be. But she needs so much attention that it I is mean, a little bit. In absurd. certain ways, it's like you know when we put her in the crate, she's totally fine. When we leave the house, she's totally fine. It's not like she needs to be around us all the time when we're home, no. which is a lot because we work from home. Mm-hmm. She. Yeah, she wants attention. She's like an attention whore. Yes. And if she doesn't get it, she she whines. She whines. She's not a barking dog, which we're very thankful for. Mm-hmm. But she whines. So recently it's just been, I don't know what it is. And it's not even like if we're giving her no attention. So the normal routine, I have a little desk set up that I work at. Julia yeah. sits at the kitchen table. And then there's the couch like right there. Mm-hmm. And if we go like more than two minutes looking, not looking at her, she just whines. Yeah, like this like little whistle. It's not. It's like not even a whine though. She just like it she's barely whining. moving. <laughs> no, she's not moving at all. But she just looks and whines. Yeah, don't get a dog, you guys. No, I mean, there's some parts of it that are great, some parts of it that are amazing. But <laughs> no, she's a good dog. Yeah, if you've been here with us listening to the podcast for a while, you know our whole experience with Willow. Um. She's a year and a half old Great Dane. I don't even remember talking about She's... getting her on the podcast. We must have. I, yeah, I'm, we, I feel like we've always given updates on her, more so when she was younger and we were going through like the like puppy, the puppy and the training and all that. Yeah. But some of that's now settled, so. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, we actually have some, uh, a little bit of a update just on what we're doing. I think if you guys watched my last vlog, then you had heard like, I tried to give like an update of like our living situation for those who are new, just that like we've been living at my parents this whole time mm-hmm. or for the past six months, honestly. And we've been trying to figure out where to live, whatever. And the market is just so off right now that like renting and buying options are so slim. Like I've never seen it like this before. Um, that being said, my parents are coming back down to their beach home for the summer and we just want to be out of the house as much as possible because it's just kind of hectic when we're all like working together since my dad still works so we decided we are going to we rented an airbnb for 30 days for the month of between april and may Mm -hmm. to just get out and we kind of were like where should we do this like we want to be somewhere warm obviously and you know it's literally almost april and it's 30 degrees today so anywhere warm would be great yeah um so we are going to florida for the month yeah, we are going to just outside of Tampa. Yeah, very excited. Um, oh, we're not I actually say exactly I looked <laughs> I looked at the weather earlier today, 
and it was 91 degrees there today. Ooh, that's warm. Yeah, I think it's going to be really hot. Hopefully, this time of the year, like, but that's before like supposed the... to be a nice time. Well, because summer. it's not as humid yet. But I think, you know, if we were nice. there in July, August, it would be really humid. Okay. So I think it'll be warm. Yeah. Hopefully, not as humid. Yeah. And just like a change of scenery for us, somewhere to go. Yeah. We're excited to explore new city. Be able to. Go to the beach, be able and to, be we able to go have... for like a long period of time, like not just like a week or a few days. Like obviously we have Willow, so we're driving again, so mm-hmm. we can follow along the third road trip of <laughs> of our lives. Yeah, yeah, um, a lot shorter, I yeah. guess. But well, I think one of our favorite things about last summer when we went and lived for Newport in Newport Beach for a month was like. You know, if you visit for a weekend or a week oh, or right, whatever, was, we like weren't you, there for a full month, were we? It was just about a month. Mm-hmm. But like, you actually like learn the area. You learn what you like. You actually, you know, like we got to meet people there and do stuff and see and like just so much more that you can do and explore in a month versus just being there for a week. And yeah, I think for us too, since we actually like are like, where are we going to be living? Like, I don't think we would live in Florida. Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing there for us really. But it's the idea of like staying somewhere for a month. And, like, getting to know the place, like, who knows? Maybe we would, like, absolutely love it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But, yeah, it's – that's what we're doing. And then we come back and we kind of – we have some plans in May, just, like, weddings and stuff. And then we're going to hopefully do that again somewhere else. At least I think this summer it might be about traveling and airbnb and doing stuff just to kind of keep us occupied and away from here. Yeah. Um, But also we want to spend time here in the summer because that's when it's the best. Yeah. So – yeah, I think just, you know, like, so we'll come back the middle of May. We've got a wedding, um, actually a wedding that I'm in. We'll go to that and then hang out for, you know, a little bit here, Memorial Day. And our families and then, will be here. Yeah, so. family will be around. We'll go hopefully do another month somewhere. And then we come back for yeah. actually my dad's 70th birthday. We'll do wow. that. Crazy. Hang out with family for that. And then hopefully find one more place to go. Yeah. And um, we're kind of... It's been fun because we are, like, we don't know where we're going to go do those other two months. Like, we have our first one planned. Mm -hmm. So, there's, like, some fun and exploration in that. Yeah. It's exciting. I'm excited to get um, people's recommendations for, like, their favorite coffee spots and stuff down there. Because I think it's, like, where we're staying, at least, is a pretty popular area. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. That's new and exciting, and I think we feel really good about it. Like, we've been dragging on with this same conversation of where we're going to live, and I feel like for now, we're obviously – we're just, like, taking a break from that because that's just, yeah, you know, not really happening. So that's what's, uh, that's what's new. Yeah. That's definitely the big stuff. Yeah. We have a very exciting month ahead of us with – together. Yeah, we do. With our business. We are – um, really excited about the month of April. I guess we can talk about it on here, right? Well, like there's no, um, so you guys will be the first to hear actually in April, we are working with, um, a lot of different things, a lot of different things People. going on. So the person that we're spotlighting and working with is going to be Rachel Kirkconnell. The nonprofit that we're going to be partnering with for the month is going to be called Girl Wonder. It's G-Y-R-L, Wonder. And they work with women of color age 17 to 23 to help them pursue careers in media and entertainment. Um, We're really excited about that. And then 
So we have a couple new brands coming on as well. And I think one that we're really excited about is a brand called Sesh Groups. And they are offering to all of our members, all of our together members, um, six months of free therapy sessions, which we're really excited about. They're kind of a, they're a small business. They're a, um, I mean, I say small, I don't, they're not like super small, but they're kind of a, a niche business that focuses on like uh, very topical related mental health uh, initiatives and they focus on group therapy sessions. So the same way, like, you know, you would join a Zoom for whatever, you join a Zoom for these therapy sessions and they're like, I think size like six to 10 people and um and and then there's a specific therapist on every call. So it's like a group therapy session, which is really cool. Um, we're really excited about that that partnership. Um well, yeah, as well also, as some of the other ones. With that, like, you know, it's I wanna do it. I mean, it's like different therapy, different types of therapy. And I feel like for that specific partnership we're doing, it's like you don't have to talk in the therapy. You can, you can listen. There's just like a lot of that aspect. But yeah, I think we have if you haven't joined yet and you've been thinking about it this would definitely be a good month mm-hmm. um you're getting so much stuff like there's just so many partnerships yeah. we're doing you're donating to a good cause there's just a lot and we have some new brands so um yeah that's coming this i mean next week yeah well it's coming april. yeah april april so, 1st all of that will be month. announced so yeah. if you don't follow the instagram for yeah, sure the instagram's at together the, and you'll together find. instagram account keep up to date with us there um yeah yeah all right we actually had a before we get into like the episode we had a a write-in from it was an update a weekly podcast submission update from somebody that i want to read i'll Um, read it okay i'm a gooder reader than you are um i'm trying to remember which one this was from though do you remember it yeah so it it talks about it okay let's just read it i think this is we always talk about like we read these scenarios, these advice columns, whatever, and we're like, oh, we need more detail or like update us later to see how it went. And honestly, that's great for us to hear because we feel like we either helped or, you know, we impacted it in some way. Yeah. So um, if we get any more of these, I feel like it's good for us to read in the beginning of episodes just to, yeah, you know. Yeah, I think it's cool for us because um, like what Julia and I don't get to experience with this is like as much of the conversation as we want. Like we want you guys to be able to reply. We want this to be... A conversation but like we're sitting here doing this and then it's like we just upload it and it's like you know we do get dms all the time but this is kind of cool when somebody like you know sent in something for our monthly advice column and then we talked about it and then they sent us an update so really cool yeah um okay so i guess as always you know fully anonymous i'm not gonna read any names but it says hi guys i'm i'm obsessed with you both and all you're doing this is an update for my submission from from your girl talk advice week a few months ago which was just me right yep i wrote about how i started seeing a guy i've been friends with for years who bartends at a bar i go to he's 39 and i'm 26 never was interested in him but once we started getting flirty we got a little more serious and and really had this incredible connection i was skeptical about it for some reasons including age and how i was just getting out of a long-term long-distance three-year relationship Your advice told me that if I was feeling it, then I should just go for it and not worry about what society says about age. 
And boy, did that resonate. So I did it. We've been through a lot since then. Some stuff's that stuff that's made us way stronger than I thought you could ever be with someone so quickly. I'm so happy. I think he's my person, and it sounds so crazy to say. It's so different from any relationship I've ever been in, but you're right. Age means nothing. If anything, I think it's been a lot better for me being with someone much older than me. I don't even think of the age difference at all anymore. Thank you for all your advice every week and the best content that I can always relate to. Love you guys. Yeah. I feel like that makes me want to cry. Oh, don't cry. It's just like, you know, we helped. Yeah. I love that. I do remember reading that. And I remember thinking, I mean, personally, I related to that story because of us. And we started and we have an age gap, not as big of an age gap, but it's still the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I remember reading it and talking about just like going forward and like, if it feels right, it feels right. And there's like literally nothing else. Yeah. Like there's no right. Like timing doesn't matter. This doesn't matter. Like if you feel it, go for it. And I feel like that was really cool. Yeah. I'm glad you wrote in an update. Yeah, seriously. Hearing, like, getting that email was so cool for us. And I think, I think, like, bigger picture, like, receiving that email, like, it makes me feel good. I know it makes you feel good. Yeah. But I think, like, broadly, like, her, her experience, um, the girl who wrote us that email, like, there's so much where we rely on, like, society and, like, norms and whatever. And y- you start this feeling of, like, a little bit of like feeling alone. Like, am I the only person to thinking about dating an older person? Yeah. Am I the only person this? Am I this? Should I do this? Society says this. And um, like, obviously, like Julia and I like sitting here in this, like we're literally sitting on the floor just talking about it. Like, there's something that's like, okay, I'm not in this alone. And mm-hmm. other people are going through this and getting other people's advice and having conversations about it is... um like obviously helped this person, but I think there's so much of like that. And that's like what we, I think are set out to try and do and accomplish with like this podcast. And, you know, so much like what we literally do is we literally are sitting on the floor with these microphones in front of us. But our like, like goal is to like, I don't know, reach further and reach farther and be able to talk to people. And And that's like literally what just happened. Yeah, I know. That's like what's making it so cool for us. It's like, We've never met this person, but we were We've able to relate. Yeah. yeah. And, and they feel like they can connect with us, like we're yeah. doing something right in that way. Yeah. And it's like you just said, like we made an impact, but also her sending us that back, like makes an impact on us too. Yeah. Which is the cool part. Yeah. Like it's not like we're not sitting, shaking hands face to face. Nice to meet you. Like we're yeah. like, this is how the digital connection and digital community like you're saying, can like, work. We don't only make an impact on them. Everyone listening, like you guys make an impact on us. Like 100%. I think when we get yeah. emails and messages, stuff that is positive. I'm like, like, holy crap, you guys like trust us. Yeah. You shouldn't trust us. Don't trust us. But no, but it like keeps us going and like it's going to motivate us to keep doing more podcasts and more episodes and having these conversations that, yeah, you know, we got another DM earlier, earlier this week that was, um, somebody dm'd us talking about i guess one of the com uh, one of the episodes we did we talked about porn and somebody dm'd us saying like thank you for talking about that i know that's taboo can't really get advice on that especially like from a couple's perspective yeah and they were just like that's helpful and like even simple dms like that like it's so Mm -hmm. i don't know motivating to us and yeah keeps us going the episode which is 
What is it? Ah, what is it? Oh, it's like dating yeah. app stories. And I wanted to say like, I said like wildest dating app stories. Um, but I think some of them aren't necessarily that. Like they're good or bad. Like I just wanted to read them because I feel like we talked about that on the last episode, dating apps. And I was just like, oh, this is such an interesting topic. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's get into it. Yeah. I... <laughs> what? No, I was going to say, I don't know if... Um... Like, I think what we put on the stories was, like, um, like dating apps or how people connected. No? I mean, I put wildest dating app stories. Oh, dating That app. was another episode I wanted to do. Like, your like your story, how you oh. met someone. Okay. Um, okay. These are just a few, like, shorter ones. Mm-hmm. Me and my best friend matched slash talked with the same guy without knowing. Hmm. I feel like that's got to happen a lot. I was, I was like thinking it's when cool I read that. It's cool that you like, guys like found that out. Me and my best friend. Yeah, but is it? What if they both liked this person? I don't know. You it's both like matched, real life bachelor. You were talking. You didn't know it. That sounds, I don't know. Yeah. That sounds like a horror story to me. I feel like once you guys learned that, hopefully you like played a prank on him. Or, like, yeah. Hey, let's meet here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Try. I'm like picturing a scene from a movie where like, like Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Where Robin Williams has to go from one table to the other and act like somebody different. Yeah. Imagine the stress of that yes. situation. Um. <laughs> this is hilarious. Oh gosh. A grown man. <laughs> I can't even read it. A grown man kept texting me. He he. <laughs> I think that's wild enough. <laughs> With like a cringe face. Yeah. Ugh. These are hilarious. Kept texting me, he, he. It depends. I feel like you have to know somebody. But, like, we also, like, judge a lot of, like, texts and, like, words. Yeah. Which is just the way it is, I guess. Have you seen the TikTok where it's, like, when people when I text he, he, people think it's, like, he, he, he. Like, me giggling. <laughs> what is it? When it's actually, it's, like, ha, ha, ha. Really? Yeah, it's a TikTok. You'd have to see it. Okay. Hard for me Mine to Mine is the first one. That's how I'm feeling when I say it. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he. Yeah, like a little kid giggle. Yeah. Sent me a photo of food he made and set aside for me. Then when I asked to meet, he ghosted me. Mm. Weird. What yeah. does that even mean? That's weird. I don't know. Sent I feel like that probably happens a lot on like these dating apps where a lot of people are like, you want to start the conversation and like there's some fun in just like the flirtiness of like texting and messaging. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes like real like, oh shit, am I actually going to go try and meet this person? Yeah. I think a lot of people like, yeah, like ghost um, the other person or they just like really shy away from yeah, wanting to go pursue. Yeah. Tinder date with a guy I really liked, found out he was a convicted felon, changed his name, convicted felon for attempting murder of a police officer while resisting arrest. Oh. Oh, my geez. God. Tinder, I feel like, is just not the way. Yeah. I don't I know enough don't... about, like, the different apps nowadays. Like, Tinder was the first. Tinder was the, maybe not the first, but was, like, the big first popular one. Yeah. But now Tinder definitely that has kind of, like, a little bit now. more of a sketchy yeah. stigma to it. I don't it. know. Yeah. Well, thank God you figured it out. I know. Not that people can't, like... Convicted felon, like, they're not in jail, obviously. No, they're they're just out, convicted of attempting murder. Yeah. Cool. Love that for you. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Argued against a point I made 
but then assured me he'd still be happy to receive head with a skull face. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you worry, girl. He is that's... still excited for yeah. that. Oh, gosh. I feel like that's where, like, that experience is why people hate dating apps. Because mm-hmm. people can be just so stupid. It's like, and who knows, maybe on their profile it says they're just using the app for sex or something. But it's like, you have to know if you're sending those messages, like, it's not going to go anywhere. I know. N- nobody's interested in that. Like, Wait, was it a message they were sending? All right. I, I mean, I'm sure. Right? How else? I don't know if they were in person, like actually arguing. Oh, and then maybe. He was like, but if you want. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. So these are a bit longer. <sighs> okay. I had been talking to this guy I met on Tinder for a couple of weeks and he seemed nice enough. One day I posted on Snapchat that I was going to get coffee and he writes back asking to join. I agreed and gave him the name of the place where I was going to be. I sit down and the waitress takes my order, caramel latte. He enters and we say our hellos. Conversation-wise, it was fine. Nothing too exciting, but not horrible. We were both Dominicans, so we bonded over that, but he was good-looking and he knew it. So a lot of the conversation became about him. He orders his coffee and two appetizers, then another two, and another two. When he gets the last one, he offers me some, but I decline because I have plans after to eat with my friends. So at this point, I have had one coffee and he's had six appetizers and a coffee. Now this place isn't cheap. Oh, now this place isn't cheap. My latte was $7 and all the apps they sell are 14 plus. When the check comes, I take out my $10 from my wallet and put it on the table. He looks at me and says, aren't we going to split it? I start laughing because of course he must be kidding since I didn't even have one bite of the apps and the check is over $100. He's not laughing, so I realize he's not kidding. I tell him I'm not paying since I didn't eat anything. He says, so that was your decision. At this point, I really don't want to argue, so I just stand and tell him to have a good day. He started yelling in the restaurant, saying all these insults about me and how sad that makes him because I seemed nice and he had high hopes for us. I could hear him still yelling when I was outside. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) The audacity of just people. What do you mean? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? That could have happened, though, like, had you met on Tinder or not. Like, obviously, that was how that started. Yeah. Like, that's brutal. I know. I don't know. I feel like maybe we need to do an episode that somehow we need to make it go, like, super viral of, like, dating 101. Like, what to expect? Like I know. Like, I don't know. So, no, because it's you like, can't. I don't, I don't need to give that. You would never expect that. I know, but I feel like I could name 10 people of my friends that would do the same dumb shit. What? I don't know. I just feel no, like No, you don't. You don't know anybody that would do that. Ah. Uh, I That's feel like scary. I do. Let's stay away from those people. What do yeah. you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I know people that would like start yelling be, because no, they're... no, no. Maybe not like that reaction. Like the reaction is a different thing, but like the act of like first off saying I'm meeting somebody for coffee, like let's go get coffee. Yeah. And then showing up and ordering all that food and mm. like not paying for it yourself, like that's. And he said that was your decision not to eat the food. Yeah. What well, was your decision to order it? Six appetizers yeah. for yourself. Oh, gosh. Okay. Dating story. Hi. Maybe it isn't that juicy, but people are always so shocked. So I downloaded Hinge as a joke of sorts after watching Bridgerton. Fortunately, we have not watched that, but Mm -hmm. I was super inspired to find my Simon and thought to myself, hey, Hinge is like the modern day presentation of women to society. Anyway, the very first guy I matched with, his name was David. 
he was great until six months into dating. Oh my gosh. I find out that I have been his side girl the entire time. I'm nosy as fuck. I don't know how this got past me. Not only am I the side girl, but there were many side girls. And in a course of one year, he had covered, he had coerced five women to get abortions. What? I read DMs between he and them, and he would always promise them long-term commitment. Is this the Tinder swindler? <laughs> Seriously. This is Oh, like, my God. Wow. I read DMs between them, and he um, always promised them long-term commitment if they just took care of it now so they could focus on their relationship. Anyway, I dropped him with a quickness, and it was like, yeah, okay, no more hinge. Six to seven months later, I remember my want for Simon and reluctantly re-downloaded it one night after a few whiskey sours. I matched with a few people and agreed to go on a date with one guy, Josh. We're engaged and getting married in July. He's seriously mm-hmm. the best and maybe we would have eventually met because of similar friend groups, but had I not gotten back on him, Hinge, I probably would have never found him. Mm-hmm. Wait, this is still going. Uh-oh. David did try to sneak back in every now and then. He'd Uber eats me coffee to my house and it would just sit outside because I obviously had no way of knowing about it or he'd send me emails with his resume essentially telling me how and why he could take care of me and then very very recently so like two years post david i get a dm from an instagram account that i didn't recognize i had already blocked david and so i realized he made a new account to be able to message me he sent me a picture of a dress i had left at his house and said every time he sees it he smells it and it makes him feel close to me hinge can be successful but also terrible terrible fail lol oh my gosh jeez uh I thought it was like really bad at the beginning, but then the whole smell your old dress to like remind him of you, that is pretty terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is scary to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I, I was, I saw this TikTok that kind of went viral and it was a girl and she was like, it was like some guy, I don't know if they matched or something and he was, he left her a voicemail, the longest voicemail. Did I send this to you? I don't think so. And he was like going on about like, Listen, I don't like to play games. Um, I'm very particular. You're very pretty. Um, but I, you know, I want you to answer this and this at this time or it's not going to work out. Like just like going on about like the way he worked in a relationship and like what he, I don't know. It was the weirdest thing. Reminded yeah. me of this guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess in that like submission that you just read, they're like the horror stories of meeting David, right? Like that whole experience <laughs> is just ridiculous i mean the whole many side pieces all of that just brutal and i do think that's like one of the big downfalls of like these dating apps is so much of it in like right on your fingertips is you feel like you can get away with stuff you feel like you can be you know in these different relationships you feel like you have so much access so like a lot of that downside but then obviously like she met josh through You know, the yeah, dating app too. So there are so many like, Every good bad stories. one comes a good one, I feel like. Yeah. It has to. Yeah. I guess you just kind of got to know when you're putting yourself out there that... And this, again, is like... Like, you could have met David at the bar. You know, yeah. you could have met David at church. You could have met David anywhere. But, you know, the fact that it was through the dating app obviously ties the story to the dating app. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> Terrible. Okay. After going hard in the Tinder paint off and on, on, wait, what? Tinder paint off and on for two years? What does that mean? Not sure. I met my current boyfriend on it, 
by a weird twist of fate. I was at my cousin's bridal party and a woman I hardly knew kept asking me what was happening in my life. My response was, I bought cats yesterday because I actually had. So in a mimosa drunk state, I saddled up to my newly divorced aunt and showed her how to Tinder. Joe, my new boyfriend, popped up and she said, can I swipe for him for you? He's handsome. After one year of dating, he's moving in with me and my cats. (laughs) I like got lost in that. Yeah. Well, sounds like, like she was having a weekend her? with oh, her aunt and her aunt her helped her. Woman. Yeah. And uh, sounds like it worked out, though. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, that's great. But yeah, like I think also having people swipe for you, like I always want to do that for people that I know. Yeah. I'm like, well, I, I feel just like try? for us, there's like, like, oh, let me help out or like, oh, I want to try it. Like yeah. I want to do it. And it obviously like, you know, for every, like you do see good looking people on there, there is like. Uh, like the intrigue of it, like could this work out? Oh, this person's picture. I think that's this, what makes this, it hard like... for people that like are like, oh, I don't want to do it because I just can't imagine. Like, you picture yourself like all of a sudden you're like, oh, this person like could they be my husband or my wife? And then like it's so new, you don't even know them. You've literally never even met them, and mm-hmm. you're like planning all this stuff in your head because you're like trying to picture it. Yeah, I'm like that's not organic. Like, it's not like meeting someone and then being like, wait, I actually like this person. It's like the, it, I don't know. I yeah, just... it's like the exact opposite of love is blind, right? Love is blind is like you yes. have that foundational relationship and then you see them. Yeah. Tinder or all these dating apps are like your initial reaction is based on pictures. Yeah. It's like the pictures and then even then you scroll and read and you're like, you know, putting so much emphasis on like, your upfront impression before you ever meet them in person. Yeah, agreed. All right, I'm going to read a quick one we got that was on a DM. Um, So, I invited my now boyfriend, who I met on Tinder, to my beach house for the weekend after only like two weeks of talking. We first met in person at the beach house, and it was just the two of us. It felt stupid, but it was kind of, and it was kind of dangerous, but thank God it's all worked out. Wait, they met at the house? So it looks like they were like messaging each other, met on Tinder, matched, never met in person. And then when they met was like a weekend at the beach. Oh. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Should thank God it all worked out. So it's working out right now. Yeah. Sounds like it. I mean, I don't. that's kind of. I was thinking it's a little bit relates to us, but yeah. did they match first? yes no they met at the beach and then they matched you said they were talking and matched on tinder they matched on tinder okay, and then they yeah. were talking and then they met in person yeah. at the beach got it so yeah i think that's kind of similar to ours we were like julia and i started talking through instagram and had never met in person and then um kind of just did like a we weren't alone like it wasn't just the two of us but a, like a weekend at home where we pretty yeah. much spent the whole weekend yeah together. we like had no other choice because of the distance Mm -hmm. okay this is um total joe from you vibes Uh uh-oh very murdery okay very murdery going into it we went out for dinner and hung out at his house afterward it went pretty well but i was getting a weird vibe so i decided to go home immediately after i left i noticed a car following me so i started getting really nervous i drove to my friend's house instead of mine asking him to wait outside for me When I arrived, the car was still following me, so I quickly got out of my car and ran into my friend's house. We saw the car drive by, so we thought that we were good, but we heard knocking on the door about five minutes later. My friend opened it while I stood behind him holding a knife. When he opened it, there stood a guy, the guy that I'd just gone on a date with, holding an earring in his hand. He explained that he was just trying to return it because it looked expensive. 
Later that night, I realized that I had both earrings in and this wasn't my earring. I haven't spoken to him since that night and I haven't used Tinder either. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's creepy. God. Ew, I don't like that. Yeah. He was definitely following you. And like it wasn't your earring, so cool. Yeah, yeah that's creepy. That's uh I don't know, that's scary. That like yeah. gives me the chills and like And the now worst and way. the thing is is that sucks because like now you're not going on the apps anymore and it's like it give you gave gave you a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. I don't like well, that. Thankfully that's all it gave you and not I don't know. That's scary. Mm-hmm. I matched with this guy and we started chatting a bit he seemed cool so i gave him my number and we decided to go out for coffee the week before christmas it was a nice date but i wasn't super pressed to see him again so i was super surprised when he asked me to see to to see him (laughs) when he asked to see me two days later right when i was heading home for christmas i declined and i told him i'd hit him up when i was back in town over the holidays this man kept texting me asking me when i would be back in town so we could go on a go out again after one coffee date i wasn't feeling desperation trying not to be rude i started texting back less and less and let on that i didn't want to see him again when i did get back of course for some strange reason this causes him to start fending me on all social oh friending me on all social media sending me multiple messages a day on multiple platforms and even calling me five times in one day each of which i ignored jeez Finally, he sends flowers to the school I teach at, which was super creepy because I had never told him the specific school. I was so freaked out and messaged him and told him to leave me alone. Then he proceeds to send me a passive-aggressive message about how he was a good guy and was going to block me on all social media. Like, he wasn't the one stalking me. In any case, he's blocked. I'm glad I didn't meet up with him again, and I haven't met up with anyone from Tinder in a while. Jeez. I feel like, so, like... I think you did the like right thing and like I would have done the same thing. I yeah. think it's hard because I think a lot of people, you know, like they meet somebody. Some people like just can't take a hint and they don't understand and maybe the social cues are a little bit off and I feel like chances are he probably wasn't a bad person. Yeah. You know, and it's like, ugh, like, I'm not saying I feel bad for him because he didn't know what he was doing. I just do feel like he didn't know. Yeah. Like gen- genuinely like how to do. And then when he's when he hears that you're like please leave me alone he's like what do you mean like i'm i'm just a good person like yeah i don't know yeah i think you know like um you always want what you can't have and like you know it sounds like that guy really wanted you couldn't get you and like Would was do anything. blinded yeah. by some of the signs that you were sending him and then like really caught off guard when you were like yeah you know really shot him down yeah but it was but all go back on tinder yeah. Well, I think this is where like the one of the negative aspects of like the dating apps is. And I think there are actually um, some dating apps now where you have to have mutual friends. Yeah. But like these people that you meet that you have no connection to, no idea who they are and like. Don't know where they came from. Yeah. You know nothing yeah. about them can be dangerous. Whereas like, OK, if you met them through a group of friends, at least your friends can be like yeah he's normal or yeah yeah, he's this or yeah he's or she's that you know whatever i would say use a different app (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know which one it is but i think some of them have to have like mutual facebook friends or mutual instagram a lot of them yeah i think bumble is like i think hinge is like that yeah yeah which seems like a good um approach to just like a little bit of protection okay let's read a few more this date proved good things come to those who's wait (laughs) which Words are hard. 
Okay. Let's start over. Hmm. This date that proved good things come to those who wait. I had left my ex about a year prior and dated a ton. I literally went on a date each night. (laughs) It was mostly bland and nothing too exciting came from it. Then I matched with a cute guy from an hour away. We messaged extensively for about a week before meeting up. For our first date, we had dinner, walked around a casino, then saw Fifty Shades of Grey. It was a beyond awesome date. When I got home, I promptly canceled all future dates with others I had planned. After our second date, we moved pretty quickly from that point. We lived together and have had the world's weirdest cat. We've been together (laughs) for almost two years and have been engaged for nearly a year. Wow. Love that. So this is like the perfect example of like, you never know when something's going to come and the timing is never really like right. And it could be right after you break up with someone. It could be when you feel like you're not ready. Like it's just, it always comes and it's never the right time. Yeah. Well, just it's also it's like an example of like putting yourself out there like this person was saying they went on so many dates and like, you know, it's like you have so many of those failures. So when you do meet the right person, you're like, oh, I know, like, this is Mm -hmm. what I've been looking for. I'm really into this person. I'm willing to cancel all my other dates for this one. Yeah. Like that's I don't know. You got to put yourself out there to. Yeah. Okay. here's another one. My first and only date was a Tinder date. This guy was going to take me to to see Finding Dory, and he showed up 15 minutes late. I was just asking him questions about himself, but he started answering the questions with information about me because he had completely stalked my Facebook page beforehand. He then fell asleep during the movie. I decided not to see him again after that date. It's all around nose for me. Yeah. First of all, the let's go see Finding Dory. Finding Dory? Nope. What? <laughs> Come on. No. And I think the stalking, everybody stalks, but... There was a lot of, like, if that was the only thing that happened, I'd be like, okay, maybe go on another date because, like, I, everybody, you must have stalked. Yeah, of right? course. I feel like that's part of the uh, but, but experience. Also, okay, you can stalk, but I wouldn't, like, ask questions about things you already know. Like, pretend you don't know if you do. Yeah. Like, that type of thing. Like, otherwise, they'll be like, how did you know that? You like, know? that's and, weird. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then the whole no fall vibes. asleep during the movie. I mean, you can't knock somebody for that. I, I would be that person. Not on a first date. No, but. That means you're literally not interested at all in like anything that's going on. Yeah, but in a movie though. No. I still. fall asleep. No. No. You'd be a bad date. All right. My current boyfriend is the most serious relationship I've ever been in. We've been dating for almost two years and I'm his first legitimate girlfriend. We've had the best chemistry, but our personalities can be pretty different. He's very laid back, and I can be a little bit high maintenance at times. But that's what makes us so great. He helps me realize I don't need to stress about the small stuff, and I help him with things that may stress him out. We're not just best friends, but soulmates, and we have already started building a life together. And this is all ironic because we both used to be super skeptical of Tinder and online dating relationships, yet for both of us, it pretty much was love at first sight, and that's something neither of us had experienced before. I was like, where are we going with this? Is this just a love story? It is a love story. This okay. is one of the the good stories about people who, who have used Tinder or any dating app. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, I want to end on like a good one. All right. Tinder positively changed someone's outlook on dating. Okay. I had been success- unsuccessfully dating in LA for a couple of years and didn't have much luck with other dating apps. A couple of years ago when Tinder was pretty new in LA, my 
guy friend told me about this great new dating app. I told him I would check it out. I'm really glad I did. I met my boyfriend within the first week of using Tinder. We've been together for two and a half years and we discuss marriage and our wedding plans all the time. People never believe we met on Tinder, but yes, we did. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, okay, one more actually. One more. My date asked me to meet at noon for a quick lunch. I agreed, and then he ends up showing up at 12.35 p.m., all while messaging me on Tinder. He refused to share phone numbers that he's on the way. Once I got there, he explained that he was late because he had to pick up his dry cleaning. He also informed me that I have that I had 25 minutes to introduce myself since he had to leave at 1 p.m. for a workout session with his trainer. He left at exactly 1 p.m. while I was in the middle of telling him a story. He also left the bill with me one of the worst dates of my life. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Wait, he just was like, I have too many things to do, but I want to date. Yeah, he's too busy to be in a relationship. Oh, my God, I hate that. It's not a priority for him. Not even that. It's like, those are just the things that you, like, you just, like, you don't do stuff like that. Yeah. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's like, it's rude to the other person. Like, you're wasting yeah. their time. If and you're, you're telling them what to do already, and you haven't yeah. even met them. Like, yeah. and then you cut them off, and... Hopefully there wasn't a second date there. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. Doesn't sound like it. Yeah. <sighs> Somebody asked asked what our worst dating stories were, but I legitimately don't have any. Like, I just don't feel like I have any. Yeah. I'm trying to think if you and I had any, like, early on, if we had any, like, bad dates or any, like. No. The only thing that I think of, and this is not a bad date, but I was going to say, I remember when the first weekend you and I met, we were, like, uh, DMing, texting, talking. But we didn't really have a plan for that weekend. So I wore, I think I brought home like sweatpants and that was it. Like I had nothing. That's still what you do to this day. Still, well, that's different now. And I remember you and I were like, I think we met Friday night and then Saturday night. We were like, all right, let's go to dinner. Like, let's go on a real date. I remember I had no clothes. So I remember going to Target that day and like I bought, I literally bought <laughs> shoes, pants, and a shirt from Target. Did I know that? I think you did. That is funny. I, and unfortunately, I don't think I have any of those clothes still left. Why? Just because they were like... Oh my God, that's so something you would do. Like, I just know. not prepare for anything. Cool. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think we had any, like, uh, I mean, <clears throat> no dates that were that bad that obviously we're married now, so... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess the whole I love you story. Yeah. That could I have mean, been, I mean, the end for some people. Yeah. Julia told was, me she loves me, and I didn't say it back. For and literally it, three months. So yeah, cool. for a while. I feel like we've said this before, but. Yeah, we have, but yeah, we they're have, new right? listeners. Yeah. Yeah, that was something. Luckily, I didn't have a choice, and I was just like, I have to keep dating this person. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I Kept did. Kept chasing. Yeah. You were just like, silence. <laughs> yeah, it was like, you're, you told me you were like, I mean, I don't know, sober I don't know. thoughts from a drunk mouth because it was your birthday mm -hmm. when you told me. I was me. drunk, yes. Yes. But I meant it. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And I remember like not saying it back. Like it was still, we were only a few months it in. Was it was six months. Still... It wasn't, it was six months in because it was my birthday and we had met in May. I'm counting on my fingers how many. Yeah. Just saying. Okay. Well, then I told you two months later mm -hmm. around Christmas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you cried. Yeah. <laughs> and here we are, almost been together for seven years. I can't believe that. You guys, May is seven years since we met. That's crazy. It, even crazier that like we've been together for seven years and we've been married for almost two. Mm -hmm. 
That's weird. We dated yeah. a long time. Well, we did long distance for I a know. long time. That's a long time. Yeah. Okay, that's it for this week. Um, don't forget to. I feel like you guys should go follow the Together account. I'm just gonna put that out there for updates on that. Mm-hmm. Follow us at Love That For You Podcast because we do like if you want to be a part of the episodes with submissions and stuff. That's where you would find it. Also on my account. Um, and if you want to leave us a review, we would love it. We share it on our Instagram and everything, and it would just help us be able to continue doing the podcast if you haven't done that. So we would love that. Um, love that for you all. And we'll see you next week. See you, everybody. Bye. Bye.